0: Hey, and welcome to Insurance, Certain Hope, a podcast about Christ, the Church, faith, and other things. I'm the Reverend Jedediah Fox, your host, and the rector of the Church of the Redeemer in Kenmore, Washington. Today, we're going a little old school. It's just me and my iPhone and my voice memo recorder, so it's a little different than we normally do it. But that's okay. We're gonna keep going anyway. So, the last thing we talked about in the Basis of Faith class, which was not on the podcast, but that's okay, was this idea of around the second promise of the baptismal covenant and how that applies to the life of faith. And that's the idea that we resist sin by turning by turning and tr- attempting to emulate to create the habits of heart and mind of God as as God has revealed God's self to us in Jesus Christ. And when we fail to, to, to live into those habits, to live into that best self that we are trying to live into, that we repent, we, we stand up, we admit that we did it wrong, we admit, try to make amends for the wrongs that we've done, and then we try again. And so then we come now today, to the to, in this podcast, to the third promise, which is intimately related. Basically the other side of the coin when you look at it From the perspective of how do I live as a Christian Once I've been baptized, once I've Decided to, to choose to Actively live This life in imitation of Christ And that's the um, To preach the gospel And this is something that People get a little bit Tight about in the church but we really shouldn't, and, and and that's because really what this is about is not just evangelism, the, the, the big E-word that um, the Episcopal Church has a kind of a mixed relationship with. We get a little nervous about E-word because that means we'd have to extrovert our faith, um, which is part of what that promise of the baptismal covenant is doing, um, to preach the gospel to all nations uh, by word and deed. But really, it's just as much about um, something that also gets uh, longtime churchgoers a little bit nervous, queasy in the stomach, which is stewardship. But not not just about the money. This is, stewardship is not about the money. Important important thing I want to say: stewardship. When I say the word stewardship, I don't mean give the church money. What I mean when I say stewardship is what you, I, and all of us do with everything that we have right after we say I believe and what we choose to do, how we choose to live, what we choose not only to do after reflecting on the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus what it reveals about God and how we want to choose to live a life in that way, the same way that God in Jesus did, then how do we go about living that life? That is stewardship. And that is also evangelism. Because beyond being able to talk about Jesus in a meaningful way, it's about living a life that that people are naturally going to see. Because we all live interconnected lives. No one here lives in a cabin out in the woods by themselves and never sees anybody else. And if you do, then I would challenge your assumption about whether you actually do, and I'd say you have to be very careful. Uh, the 20th century martyr and Lutheran priest Dietrich Bonhoeffer, in his uh, manifesto for his se- underground seminary, uh, that he ran while hiding from the Nazis in Germany, said that those who who only have the faith life alone should be, who who do not have life together with other people, with other Christians, should be very wary of being alone. And, and And likewise, he said those who have no individual faith life should be very wary of the faith life collectively. You have to have both. And this is part of it. This is this is part of that, is, that it is this way of living in stewardship, because living this life as a Christian is about living in relationship. Like the church, we don't make any of our decisions individually. Like there's not one person sitting up there making the decisions. And that's true of most mainline churches and even the Roman Catholic Church. They're, you know, the really big decisions are made by The church, that is, everybody gets together, everybody sends representatives, and we get together and we make collective decisions by discerning where God is calling us. And those decisions change and are at variance sometimes with decisions that were made before. But that's because it's not about the outcome, it's about the process of moving closer and closer toward that kingdom that God in Jesus Christ is calling us to. And so stewardship is about living that life and living it out in the world. What we do with everything that we have, first and foremost, this life that we are given by God through grace. What we do with it and everything in it that, that we, that God has given us after we decide to live a life in imitation of Jesus. That is stewardship. That is also evangelism. It's a very um, cliched saying that's attributed to St. Francis of Sisi, who is a 13th century monk and saint, uh, who is very famous. Uh, St. Francis of Sisi is attributed to have said, preach the gospel at all times, when necessary, use words this is that same concept the the way in which we live our lives the way in which we conduct ourselves the way in which we speak to those around us particularly those on the margins particularly those with whom we have a power dynamic where we have more power and they have less power The way we interact with them, the way we treat them, the way we do or do not care for them is much more of an even statement of evangelism, a statement of what the church stands for or or should stand for or can stand for than anything that we might say. We can say all the right things. We can say all the right things. We can say... Sing all the right hymns. We can pray all the right prayers. We can talk about Jesus in just the right way. I don't know anyone who does that, as a side note. Um, We all feel nervous about it, even if you've been doing it for years and years and years, and you might have been trained in seminary. It's still, there's still that unsureness of worry about saying the right things every time. But even if we could say all the right things every time, we cannot. We cannot do that and then go and live a life that looks nothing like what Jesus calls us to and what Jesus himself lived. And have any integrity in our words. Right? It's not about what we say, it's about what we do. And if what we say and what we do match, then people will see that and people will want to know. What that is about, and more importantly, we will be cultivating those habits of heart and mind that we talked about in, perse- in persevering and resisting evil. So, so the the, the second and third promises are intimately related on the baptismal covenant. Resisting evil is about living a life of building habits of heart and mind that are in line with Jesus that are in line with the kinds of relationships between God and ourselves and between ourselves and each other that imitate the relationship of God in Christ and Christ with the world that are about openness and love and mutual forbearance and interrelatedness and interconnectedness and interdependence where we are our brother's keeper and our lives are Are based, the the goodness of our lives is in part based on how our brothers and our sisters are faring, not just on whether or not we've got what we need, but whether our brothers and sisters and us have, we all have what we need. And if we live that life and then talk about, and then when people ask us why we live that life, we are able to talk about Jesus and about how we are merely attempting in our own small way to live. Out this greater life, live into this greater story of God transforming the world in Jesus, that is evangelism. That is proclaiming the good news in word and just as, if not more importantly, deed. And that is the beginning of living the Christian life. That is the basis by which we live the Christian life. So those are my short thoughts on the third promise of the baptismal covenant. I'm so glad you joined us for this very short podcast this time. Next time will probably be a long one because we'll get into some meatier topics. But until then, may God's blessing be with you. Christ's peace be with you. And the Spirit's outpouring be with you. Amen.